Thursday and we're back and it's the dose. 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 Mark Hutchins here. George Lawton. What Steve up? Valentine. What up? Byron Filson. Yeah. We're missing, missing, we're missing we're one. Missing the one to the wolf pack though. We're missing, we're missing Jeremy. Still miss Jeremy. The wolf pack mm-hmm. is not complete without him. But we'll do our best. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> so we'll make it work. Steve Valentine of the Valentine group. I don't know if you guys remember last time Steve was on, he was not with my home group. He is now with my home group, but I might I say it's a wonderful thing. So thank you. It's awesome having you with us. And uh, George Lawton, owner of the Lawton team as well. Now you guys are under one roof. Not your home, but the building. <laughs> right. Well, you know? we actually do own a cabin together. together. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, there's lots of random things together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have a, a wonderful building out in the West Valley, 83rd and Union Hills. And before it was kind of, uh, you know, the team on one side, Steve in the middle, and then the other side, my home the group as well. Yeah. So weird the, sandwich. You guys own the yeah the weird yeah the real estate sandwich, <laughs> and now it's all you guys. It's all yep. of us. It's a great a great thing. So I'm sure that makes life a little bit easier for you yeah. guys. Or it definitely uh, helps with the synergy between the two. Um, yeah. You know, Steve runs a, an investment oriented side of the business. Um, we're more traditional, um, and there's always needs from each side. You for know. Sure. And uh, it's nice to have that collaboration. People with like-minded, you know, operating out of abundance um, that are willing to share everything, right? Like where there isn't anything that we wouldn't talk openly about. And that's what we're all about. Yep. Sharing, openness. I mean, let's be real. I mean, you know, when it comes down to, there, I don't think there's real estate secrets. I mean, well, you know, you either can get up and work and build a business yep. and hustle. But I mean, beyond that, I mean, it's nice to share, you know, and, and be abundant because smaller percentage are going to take it and go. And if they do great, you've helped someone. I mean, the larger percentage are not going to, but it's funny. Sometimes you get people that, you know, come and talk and they don't want to give away, which they're not secrets. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. you know, every top producer has a very similar style of what they're doing. And basically it's, they're building relationships. They're built you, whether it be a team or they're working strictly with sellers and, or strictly with buyers, you know, they have, they have a certain, uh, pillar to their business, and most of them are very similar ways. It's just who can outwork the next guy exactly. or the next gal. You know, well, I think it's also like what George said. You know, you operate out of abundance, so both of us know that you know the things that we're sharing or talking back and forth about, or a client referral or whatever the case may be. That it's all about the impact. You know, so we look at both of our groups and the impact that we're having on all these people and the culture that we have, even the culture in the building and. And, you know, we're all having a good time doing what we do. I mean, awesome. if you pack up your stuff and leave, then you're probably have the problem. Well, right. We probably forced you out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there, was, there wasn't a parking space yeah. for you that yeah. day. We made you deselect. <laughs> <laughs> pack up your stuff yeah. and get out. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking a little bit about the disruptors, the iBuyer, the process of real estate and how it's changing. Um, you know, for me, I could see both sides, you know, yes, you're going to have a lot of the, the seasoned agents that are pissed, you know, like we said, they're head in the sand tsunami coming, they're fighting tooth and nail with Zillow, stop Zillow. I mean, let's, let's be real here. Okay. Um, you know, there's these, there's, it's coming. Yeah. Bottom line it's coming. And so let's talk a little bit about the pivots, you know, because I think a lot of people are, we're, we're talking about these things. They're here, they're coming. Well, there's the panic. What do I do? You know, how do I still be a real estate agent and be successful? Well, I think there's, there's a number of ways. It's not, 
it's coming guys, but it's not anything that, uh, you know, doomsday, it's the end of traditional real estate as we right. see it, but it, it is changing. We definitely need to pivot. So ways that we've pivoted, um, I mean, it's very clear on what these iBuyers, what fits their buy box, um, where, what, what type of houses are they buying? Um, where do they like to be? What don't they buy is more of what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we focus heavily on median price points and all of our marketing, um, that stuff that, that sold fast. And now, okay. now we have to shift, pivot, um, pivot our marketing more towards, um, higher end, you know, okay. about 400,000, um, things in gated communities that they weren't buying. Now they are actually. Um, so looking at those. And then I think the other way is really as you've got to, you, you have two choices, you know, you can duplicate the model and maybe not at that scale that some of these guys are. I don't know if I'm going to go out there and get 130 million VC money, but it would be nice. <laughs> yeah. that may, who knows? Five years. I don't know. <laughs> that may be what we maybe. have to do, but you've got to duplicate or align, you know, and what are we going to do? Um, we call it Open George. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have that domain name. That's weird. <laughs> that was for a different business, yeah. though. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sharing in that business. Whatever he's doing over there. <laughs> you know, That's I think I good. think on top of that, though, you know, George is when you look at the shift and the pivot is looking at you know, what they're not doing. So, you know, a lot of my focus is we buy a lot of investor homes where they did well on them. It's not about money, but maybe, hey, the tenant's still in it. It's not in great shape, so I'm out. And, you know, the iBuyers aren't, they aren't leaving anybody in the houses. They aren't giving any options to rent back. They aren't giving those pieces because it's a whole, you need a whole nother department well, to deal scalable. with it. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Because you have all these things. And for me, it's, you know, you run the risk. I mean, trust me, we've, we've had homeless people. We've had, you know, all kinds of stuff when it comes down to it. But, Wonderful walks of life in there. Right. Yes. But at the end of the day, it was providing a solution that nobody else is doing. And we can, you know, as we buy those pieces and then we just kind of stack them. Okay. You know, as we start, you know, renovating them and, and pulling them back to market. So, you know, if, when you said the, the, you've changed your PPC and, your areas had that price point change of going to 400. Have you, by doing those changes, have you seen more come of that? Are you, are you guys actually still, raising your, yeah, it's still early on. We just shifted last year. Um, okay. so n- no, not a ton. The incubation period on PPC, Facebook, uh, yeah, you know, it just takes time yeah, to really long time. realize what that, yeah, what the outcome is. Um, the leads are <laughs> higher cost per lead. Um, so lower lead count, but hopefully better quality leads, Okay, you know, stuff that, um, it turns into those 500 plus thousand dollar listings. Um, and we are seeing, yeah, we are seeing some of that, you know, we have more million dollar listings than we had at any point in our team's career. So, cause the sweet spot for the sweet spot, <laughs> <Yeah. Well, yeah. laughs> <My> yeah. <laughs> so that sweet spot though, for open door offer pad is really in that. One, the median. So they're the 80 to 280 kind of, or I think they're anything under straight, five, isn't it? Is it so under five? the cool thing, I mean, well, not cool thing, but the, Open Door is very public about what they buy and what they mm-hmm. don't. Offer pads probably a little less. Um, that being one, because I think they're trying to figure out the answer. They understand that, you know, being able to source those leads out to agents, both of them work really well. I talk with both of them on a probably a daily basis almost. Um, and they, they both work well with agents. Um, Offer pads really trying to figure out a way to source out leads um, okay. to agents uh, outside of, um, 
uh, source leads out to agents, you know, listing leads, buyer leads. I've heard they're working yeah, and they're been, wanting to work yeah. very well. With so that agents. comes back to the duplicator <clears throat> line, right? When Zillow first came out, I mean, I remember when they put out, they're going to put reviews on Zillow. Everybody freaked out. Well, anytime they make a change, everybody freaks yeah. out. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I think that's the, the agents, um, you know, that are stuck in traditional ways that don't understand that, you know, technology is coming guys that there was, I think it was 2016. There was, Technology companies investing in real estate market was like 1.2 billion. Last year was like around 3.5 billion. So far this year, mind you, we're only a month in, month and a half in. They're already 1.2 billion invested into real estate technologies. So guys, there was I don't know 80 billion in commissions paid out last year total. Yeah. They take carve out a small piece of that pie. It's pretty darn nice. Uh, that's really so there, there's a lot yeah. of companies that have their eye on that yep. and they're well-funded well so. i think it goes back to you know what you said earlier you know it's just the the speed and the ease of the transaction and i think mm. all of us want that yeah we you know, mean, just trade sure. house for cash and call it a day i mean you know you can do your inspection if you want to i mean geez we bought we bought 125 homes 170 homes last year okay and we didn't do a home <clears throat> inspection on any of them it was a simple Tenants in place or it's vacant. It was at the right number based and on the repairs need to be done. Right, right. You know, it closes in 10 days. We pay cash for it and they're out. Or in some cases, days, yeah. Yeah. I mean, some case, like we just did one this week, which the lady is so thankful for. Um, it wasn't about money. It was about the fact that she's 80 years old. She doesn't want to show her house. And she doesn't want any riffraff. Yeah. And she needs to be here. She doesn't know when she's going to leave. So I worked in the numbers for the rent on it. She's got up to six months. She's waiting for an assisted living home to open. Gotcha. So she's closed, done. She's You're still home. You're creating a solution, dude. Right. You know. And I think that that's, you know, we pivoted with the REO market. Yeah. <clears throat> that happened. You had to pivot. Right now, it's just another pivot. Well, I remember early on in REO days going to uh, R.L. Brown's, um, what was it? His forecasting. Market report, right? yeah, yeah, market report. Yeah. And uh, that was 2008, I want to say. And we were already pretty heavy into Oreo at that time, mm -hmm. both Steve and I. And uh, he said for 2000, his projection for 2008 was it was going to be 10% of the market. Mind you, I think it ended up being like, like 70, 80%. Yeah, something was, like that. It's great. I was like, right? I'm like, and off. every agent we were, yeah, when we were leaving there, I remember having this conversation with an agent. He's like, you guys continue to go after that 10%. I'll go after the other 90. I'm like, if only it was 10%, right? Right. So, um, yeah, we shifted, we pivoted <laughs> well pivoted then yeah, well. We're, we're, we're pivoting now. So, um, taking some of the, it takes some of the focus off of, um, the stuff we've done, you know, lead generation, the day-to-day -day stuff. So for growth, like we're bringing on new people to help with the, those pieces of the business, uh, where I can really stay focused on, on driving this stuff forward. You know, and it's, and it's almost like, it's funny, like for, for my home group is, you know, part of the reason I think that we're still in a good position and will to continue to be is based on our fee structures. Yes. You know, I mean, I, I've come out and said it, we've said it plenty of times, you know, your franchise type models, split type models, uh, expensive models that are out there. And obviously there's still big, great brands that there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. They've got great agents. It's just, they're not going to be able to sustain because no. first of all, they're based on 6% listings. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's that's antiquated. it. Yeah. It, it is. And yeah. it's so old now. And, and, you know, we're already seeing the, the, the shift as far as agents and them looking at models like ours. Um, the crazy part is our model doesn't exist across the country. Um, and the ones that do, it's in, you know, other metropolitan areas across the country. But 
I mean, we they don't they hear our 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 comp structure and they go, what? How do you do that? How do you do that? Yeah. And, and they're baffled. You know, um, you know, we get inquiries every single week. I mean, South Carolina, Kentucky, all these places that are interested in doing this in in their marketplace because it's either you know C twenty one KW or they still yeah, want uh, brown jackets. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I sat on a panel for like, we got called in, there were seven of us and to do a panel and we didn't really know what it was. And then we find out that we're on this panel in front of all these century 21 Uh-oh. broker owners <laughs> and they're wanting to know how to attract more people. And you're like, well, you know, um, Are you, well, let's, let's start with the comp plan. <laughs> let's, let's start with the colors. Uh, not 50, 50, you know, and you know, it's, it's just crazy to me that there's that many people, there's still that many thousands of agents out there that are spending that much on their business. Yep. You know, it's, this is their business we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, before the internet, before the buyer broker, yes, they could yep. fetch that because yep. they, like you were saying before you had, they had the listings, you know, yeah. if yeah. you own the listings and of course you means you're going to own the buyers cause there's no co-broke. It was, it was different, you know, and that's where it was like, to me, that split model is so archaic and why you're spending that because of a name. It just, it, you know, to me is, you know, I, I just, I, I still don't get how a lot of agents are doing that. I'm not trying to, to dog anybody. This is not a matter yeah. of dog. It's just it's part of the conversation well, a, I mean, here is some of those, some brokerages and there's a lot of great brokers out there with the, the big name <clears throat> um, real estate companies. Absolutely. Um, you know, for us, it always comes down to value versus cost, right? Is right. the value really there for what it costs us? And what did I get for this? Um, can I trace anything back to it or is my money bent, better spent marketing myself, right? Mm-hmm. Better spent um, finding my own buyers, my own sellers. Um, you know, is the education worth this much, you know? Um, and then brokerages like my home group, you know, uh, come along and you guys have great training platforms. You have great education, workshop Wednesdays yesterday, um, you know, which was these things that a lot of these higher end brokerages or, you know, more expensive brokerages, um, don't even offer. Right. Right. And that's, well, yeah. you guys were a disruptor. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, when it came down to it, it was because you know, we, what we, our mindset was, okay, yes, there's, you know, there's plenty of transaction based, uh, models where they mm-hmm. charge a transaction fee, you pay your monthly fee onward, you go. And it was great. Hang your license, ask us if you've got questions. And we're like, okay, well we can do that better. And the disruption was let's add the education, the training, the technology, the collaboration, um, along with that structure. And people are like, well, how are you doing that? Well, you know, it's, it's about creating the systems up front. It's about mm-hmm. setting the expectations up front. But really, again, to me, the education part should be part of what any brokerage is doing regardless as part of, uh, or, ed- or education and or training. As part of, you have to do it in the department size, you have yeah. to do it in your agent size. And it seems crazy to me that they're charging agents and it's not like, you know, there's an agent or a, a brokerage out in the East Valley, I won't mention, uh, <laughs> that is charging like a couple thousand dollars to go through their, you know, quasi six-week training program. And uh, that money's gone. You know, that money is absolutely yeah. out the window. I don't even know what the training program looks like. Again, it could be great. It could be not. It could be crap. The point is, is there that's so short-sighted you said thirty thousand foot view right it's such a short-sighted view to what we're trying to do again a company like ours and others it's a volume play we want but also we want producers we want agents that know what they're doing that can 
come from a place of abundance to share what they've done so agents can see it. It's in a, it's, it's a very, um, uh, contagious, Mm -hmm. you know, feeling when you see a producer, like two guys in the room, like you and an agent that's brand new or two years in the business and is trying to figure it out. They see this and they go, I'm going to do that. It's like that contagious, you know, when we looked at it, uh, to make the the shift from um, the other brokerage, uh, you know, it, it really came down to, um, gosh, I forget where I was going with this. Uh, with Steve, the value to, to the value value towards your what you're paying. Like, are you going after are you paying for the like all the, the amount of money you're paying for your team for what you were doing? Just it didn't yeah, make exactly. sense at the end of the so, day. So exact can can I do so when we looked at one three five, that's what it was. It was a one three five vision, like five years, where do we want to be? What's the size of the team, right? Can we do this in this platform? And when we looked at it, we we couldn't, right? Like it didn't pencil out. It didn't right. make sense. And like, and can I can we recruit the type of talent that we would need to be able to get there? And it just wasn't wasn't. And it I wasn't. think you know, I think one of the things too that <clears throat> that I think with the brokerages, I mean, this would be to any broker. I think you, if you want to keep that business stable and you want to keep your key players, I think you also learn to be flexible and you pivot with those people that are producing. You're trying to help them grow right. rather than just being, this is what it is. And, you know, don't let the door hit your butt on the way out. Type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Seriously. You know, it's just, it's just crazy when, from when we started in the business to today and even five years ago, it's, I mean, it's night and day how everything's changed. I mean, everything from Facebook, from how people are on Facebook, from the market. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, look at it now, man. When, you know, my wife ordered, I think it was laundry detergent off Alexa the other day. What would have taken you, whatever, 30 minutes to go to the, drive to the grocery store and pick it up, right? You just say, laundry detergent. Hey, Alexa. Alexa. Give me, give me. Now imagine. Whiskey. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> hey, Alexa, find me. Uh, I want to sell my house. You know, right now we're paying to be a top of Google search. What's it going to cost to be a top of that? You know, right. Where there's five, eight, there's five agents in your area. (laughs) Seriously, but that may not be agents. Yeah, yeah. it could be, but that's where we're going. So let's stop there for today. Um, And, and again, keep going on this topic. I think this is a, a, uh, it's, it's perfect timing for it coming, obviously beginning of the year. Um, I don't know if you guys are seeing all the commercials on TV too. the home lights, uh, have you guys have heard of that? You that watch it, commercials? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you watch TV? You know, it's like maybe more now just because I've been, you know, with the baby. The baby. Oh, the baby yeah. it, I can't hit the fast forward or whatever the heck and it's late at night, you know. Maybe that's when they're getting people or when Home Lights advertising. But I've, I've just noticed a couple of these and they're coming. Like like we said, there's yeah. more of these companies that are well, popping up. Well, so. that was uh, Homie <clears throat> has pledged, I think it was 600000 in marketing uh, here in the Phoenix market for this year. They'll start in qu- uh, second quarter. Homie. 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 My homies. My homies. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right, let's stop there. We'll come back again tomorrow. Thanks to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. Steve Valentine, George Lawton, rock and roll. See you tomorrow.